0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Lords of Limited. My name is Ben Warney, and joining me on the line, as always, is Ethan Sachs. Ethan, what's up in the world of magic for you? I feel like we haven't had a chance to chat in a little bit. I know, yeah. Well, I, I was on vacation. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Um,
1: we're back to our our normal, regularly scheduled Sunday morning recordings. Uh, what's going on with magic? You know, I, I started playing some more of the spark in Best of One the other day. Did it hold up? It does hold up. I also was thinking like, I don't know, like a I don't know, like a spiky gambler. I was like, I feel like if I want to rank up, it's more likely that people are going to be worse at War of the Spark than they are at Caldheim at this stage of the game. So I decided to to hop in there, maybe to to get up to Mythic.
0: And it's been pretty fun so far. Yeah, I did a few myself as well. I forgot how much I love that format. It's just a very clear do this thing and it's very intricate games built around getting on board and attacking planeswalkers I really like that kind of magic it feels like cube light. Yeah I was not gonna do it and then I had a coaching session on Friday
1: and the person I was working with was like, hey can we like do some more of the spark stuff I've never drafted that? So I was like all right I gotta refresh my memory so I went and pulled up our show notes from the 50 takes episode and scrolled through that and then I was like oh yeah this format was sweet and it got me so excited that then I was like I'm gonna play this too turret ogre has reach baby turret ogre has reach. Yeah, so I'll be doing that. I guess it's, I don't know, is it out for a week, two weeks? Whatever. Uh, probably be alternating throughout the week with Caldheim
0: and War of the Spark. Yeah, I did a couple of wars and then I did Caldheim the rest of the time. And as soon as I stopped streaming, I started winning drafts of Caldheim. I think I'm coming to an understanding with the format of Caldheim, where I appreciate it. But I am not I don't think it's going to be an all timer for me even close. You've had a uniquely
1: rough go of things as well. Like you're you're sort of like diamond purgatory through best of one. And I think you've mostly played best of one as well. Yeah, it's also
0: worked out. Like if you look at where we save our our logs in the spreadsheet for viewers that are that Patreon tier, you have like, I don't know, 30 some best of three drafts and then a bunch of best of one drafts. I've done like five best of three drafts. And yeah. 70 best of one drafts or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that makes sense to me. I I, I think
1: uh I'll be curious to see how it shakes out for me. In the next few weeks, I, I feel like every other set, I'm like, this is the GOAT format. So I'm sort of trying to temper that a little bit, <laughs> this this go around. But this, I think, might be an all-timer for me. It feels super deep. You're just, you're just going back to the well again, huh? Oh, no, no. I just did it again. Dang it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what uh, what I land on in the 50 Takes episode. All right. So today, Ben, I love that you labeled our Zencaster file here, uh, Toboggan Sledding Through Kaldheim, coming in hot with those episode titles. No, to Login to log in, because we're going through draft logs oh my god i thought that was a typo and now i'm realizing it's like the greatest pun of all time
0: yeah i was good i thought about setting you up for that when we started the podcast but i didn't know if you'd seen it i'm really proud that
1: is good that might be too good that's very very good okay great so we are to log in, sledding through call <laughs> time today uh doing our our patented full 45 episodes we're gonna look at we don't really know we're gonna we're gonna give ourselves some time here. So maybe we get through two draft logs, three, we've got about five in our show notes here that we think are pretty good to go through. But we're gonna, we're gonna walk through every single pick of these drafts, sort of do a check in between packs and, and really try and walk you through our thought process as we're like bobbing and weaving and to log question mark through these drafts i don't know <laughs> too deep <All> right. <laughs> too deep all right but before we get into to that we're gonna do a little bit of housekeeping here first things first is the patreon page patreon.com slash lords of limited where folks can go to give back to the show if they so choose you know uh if you think we've we've helped you out it, it is really heartwarming to get messages on twitter on twitch from people who are like hey i like just reached Diamond for the first time, and it's because of your streams or your podcast, any and all those things. That's why we do what we do. That like that kind of feedback to get folks better at magic. That's what we're doing this for, and so it's great to get that feedback. And I think that the Patreon page is a place where people can, you know, use their their dollar bills to to voice that, and uh, we give people stuff back. Through the Patreon, uh, we get access, as Ben said, to uh, our draft logs, our show notes in advance of the episodes. Of course, everybody gets access to the Discord. We say that each and every week. Discord is a great place for that sort of 24 7 limited tech support. So, a lot of great stuff happening over on the Patreon page if you want to check that out. Patreon.com slash Lords of Limited. And each and every week on the show, we want to welcome our new patrons to the fold. So, this week we are welcoming Tobin, Cube Soup, Alex, Majestic Wombat, Matthew A., Edward, Benjamin, Matthew K, Arthur, Andrew, Sean, and Christopher.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate your support. Yeah, I cannot say thank you enough. I was streaming yesterday and a few people popped their heads in and said they 7x'd uh, day one of the MIQ as well. And, you know, listen to the podcast, whatever said thanks, which is super cool. So any of you that Stay tuned. Best of luck and congrats. I guess you'll know the result by the time this podcast comes out. Yeah, it's happening right now as we speak. Podcast is also brought to you in part by Channel Fireball, ChannelFireball.com. Best place to go for anything and everything you need magic related. And there is something super sweet this coming weekend going on at Channel Fireball. And I am very sad that I will not be able to participate. But you are, Ethan. And it's the Time Spiraled Remastered Release Party over at Channel Fireball. What's up with that?
1: Yeah, so uh, CFB is partnering with Wizards of the Coast for this Time Spiral Release Party. So it's sort of going to be like if you participated in CFB's Caldheim Discord release party. It's going to be like that, but like super amped up. There's a lot of streamer and magic personalities participating. They're sort of divided into these three different teams, Jaya Ballard, Safi, Eric's Daughter, and Venser. Hashtag Team Venser. That's where I'm going to be at if, uh, if you're participating. But basically, it's just going to be like a big release party so everyone you know you can go over to cfb purchase your six packs of time spiral remastered use code lol when you check out if you're doing that Um, but you can also get your six boosters from anywhere, and then you can participate playing sealed over spell table. But there's going to be a lot of other stuff too. People hanging out in the Discord like me. Um, there's going to be like some trivia stuff going on. There's going to be a lot of cool different ways to play. You can do two headed giant, you can do arch enemy style 3v1 matches. There's just going to be a lot of stuff going on March 19th and 20th. It's going to be super fun. I am very, very excited and looking forward to it.
0: I'm very jealous. I'm going to be hosting a Winter <laughs> Guard competition and checking my Discord furiously. Just sad doom scrolling through Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so when you do any of all that uh whether it's getting your time spiral remastered packs or you know signing up for CFP pro whatever please use code lol to let channel fireball know that we sent you over there yeah
1: all right ben you want to just dive right into one of these draft logs
0: let's do it
1: So we're going to switch things up just a little bit today. It probably won't make any difference to our listeners, but just to let you know, usually when we do these, we have the person who did the draft talk the other person through the picks and then the other person weighs in. We're going to sort of flip the script there and have the person who didn't do the draft walk through the picks and the person who did the draft talk through their thought process. I think that'll be a little bit more streamlined this time around.
0: All right, let's do it. Pack one, pick one. You see the following cards as options. Your snow land is Alpine Meadow. That's the red, white snow land. So probably not in contention there. Commons that stand out. There's a Feed the Serpent, two black, black, exile a creature, a Planeswalker. There's the Burgly Boy, Bergstrider, four and a blue, four, four. And when ATBs, you tap something. Uncommons are some good ones. There's Narfi, the Betrayer King, blue, black, uncommon, four, three. Gives your zombies and snow creatures plus one, plus one. And you can rebuy it with snow mana. There's also a rootless you, 3GG for the 5-4, and when it dies, you can search up something with power or toughness, 6 or greater, and put that into your hand. Inga Runes 3 and a blue for the 3-3, when it ETBs, you scry 3, and if 3 or more creatures died this turn, you draw 3 cards. That, I think, is the card that I have had the most shame scoops happen from my opponents in this format. Like, just when it dies, just they just snap off the concede button.
1: That, I feel like there's something else, is the reason why I don't have the auto-assign damage <laughs> enabled. On arena anymore like just so that when my opponent double like thinks they're being cheeky with their double block with inga and something else and i'm just like cool i'm just gonna deal all the damage to inga don't worry about it
0: yep and your rare in the pack is a sweet one bergy god of storytelling two and a red whenever you cast a spell add a red it doesn't go away as your phases and steps end three three god in case i forgot to mention that and creatures you control can boast twice during each of your turns rather than once and it's got the horn of Carnfell on the other side that lets you pitch cards. Exile the top two of your library and cast those that turn.
1: Yeah, LSV was going off with uh, the Horn and Vintage Cube this
0: week. That was fun to watch. Yeah, I caught a little bit of that stream.
1: Uh, this is a pretty clear Bergy in my mind. Like, you know, Bergstrider, Feed the Serpent, any of the three uncommons. I mean, I'm not happy first picking Rootless U. I would be fine picking Narfi or Inga first. Um, but
0: Bergy, I think, is the clear winner here. What's your ordering of those other cards? I'm going to put you on the spot.
1: <sighs> okay, if Bergy is not in the pack, given that we are... Recording on March 14th, where I still think like snow and green are things I'm avoiding. I think I would be on Inga first, then Bergstrider, then feed, then Narfi, then you.
0: Yeah, I think my order would be
1: Bergstrider, feed Inga, you, Narfi. Wow. I think Inga is better than Bergstrider. I think Inga is kind of like a mini game. Like Scry 3 is huge. And I think then it just sort of warps. Sometimes it doesn't matter. But I think a lot of the time it sort of warps how the board state has to like, you know, wait, work out over the next few turns.
0: Yeah, I just think Bergstrader sets you so much up better up to go down giants that I think I'd rather start with that. I agree. Ingo's probably a better card in a vacuum.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Like better card, but doesn't like have a good home or like a, a clearly defined home. That makes sense.
0: All right, moving on to pack one, pick two. You see the following cards as options. Snowland still in the pack. It's a snow-covered forest. Commons are pretty junky. Like the best thing here is probably a masked vandal, and that is not saying much. Yeah. Moving on to the uncommons, there's a Path of the World Tree, one in a green, search up a land, and then you can sack it for two and a wooberg to do a bunch of sweet stuff. Morite of the Frost, 2G Blue Blue for the zero, 0 Changeling, and when ETBs, you can copy a permanent. If you copied a creature, it gets two plus one plus one counters. And rare in the pack is the World Tree.
1: Yeah, this is a really tough pick because the commons are also junky, as you said, and then the four cards worth mentioning all sort of go in the same deck, right? Snow Forest, World Tree, Path of the World Tree, and... Morita the Frost, they're all sort of in that like green based multicolor snow
0: life. Yeah, absolutely agree.
1: And that's not something I'm particularly interested in drafting. So I'm already feeling hesitant of like, oh, I guess I'm going to take this thing, but I feel scared that I'm going to move off of it. But of those things, I think the best card in those green based multicolor good stuff decks is Path to the World Tree. So that's what I selected.
0: Yep, I like that choice as well. I think it's the most power and the most flexibility going forward. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to pack one, pick three with a burgie and a Path to the World Tree. See the following cards as options. There's Snowland still in the pack, Arctic Tree Line, the green-white Snowland. There's Tuskeri Firewalker, 2 and a red for the 3-2, Boast 1, Exile the top card of your library, and you can play that this turn. None of the other commons are particularly exciting. There's a Raven's Wings, there's a Guardian Gladewalker, that's the 1G1-1 changeling that when ETBs, you, you put a plus and plus one counter on something. There's a Bind the Monster as sort of pseudo blue removal. But this pack is pretty light. And then two uncommons missing and Port of Carfell, that's the blue black uncommon land is still here and Bark Channel Pathway. That's the blue green rare duel.
1: Yeah, not a lot of options here. I mean, that's sort of the theme of a lot of Call Time packs is you, you don't have you're picking between a lot of stuff that is flat power level. So basically, in my mind, it's take Tuskary Firewalker to pair with or or we're taking one of these dual lands, either Arctic tree line or Bark Channel pathway to pair with Path to the World tree. Does that seem fair? Yeah, I agree completely. And I would just much rather play Bergy. I would much rather be red these days. And so it's a pretty clear
0: Tuscary firewalker for me over the two lands. Yep, I like Tuscaroosa firewalker here as well. I'm going with you pick for pick so far. Oof, nice. All right, moving on to pack one, pick four. You see the following cards as options. Snowland still in the pack. Snow covered forest. Commons again, not great. There's a mammoth growth. Plus four, plus four for tuna G with Fratell. There's grizzled outrider four G55 elf warrior. There's Axe Cavalry, one in red for a 2-2. You can tap it to give target creature haste until end of turn. And then a rare and an uncommon missing and two uncommons still in the pack. First one is Replicating Ring, the three mana Manalith that taps to add a mana of any color. And Blizzard Brawl, green for the snow sorcery. Target creature you control fights target creature you don't control. If you have three snow lands, yours gets plus one, plus oh, and indestructible until end of turn.
1: I am really lost in my, like, heuristic shortcuts for the three fight spells. Like... Sometimes I think Arnie Slays the Troll gives plus one, plus one. Sometimes I think Struggle for Skemfar doesn't. Like, I, I'm all over the map with these cards, Ben. <laughs> I've gotten myself into a lot of trouble. Uh, so Axe Cavalry, you know, we could take that and just say, look, I'm staying red. Let's stick with it. But I think the fact that and it's still sort of early to sort of have uh, signals. But the fact that there is Snow Forest in the pack and replicating ring in the pack makes me think, well, maybe this is one of those drafts where green base snow is going to be open. So I, I decided to take the ring here and sort of start down this uh, drafting two different decks road, right? I've got path and ring in one pile and Bergie and Firewalker in another.
0: Yeah, that makes me a little nervous. I'd be tempted to just take Axe Guard Cavalry here, except it's such a mediocre two drop. I don't know. You're not going to miss Axe Guard Cavalry if red is open.
1: So I had this come up yesterday in a draft, and I feel like I, putting that into words really helped. Like, if snow is open and I don't take ring, I will be sad. If red is open and I don't take cavalry, I'll be fine.
0: Yes, I agree. I think that's the tiebreaker. So I, I like the ring pick here after talking through that. And I think you do want ring is more important than snow covered forest to yeah. the snow deck. And well, and also, especially with path, right, it,
1: just the fact that it's going to be so flexible and and potentially it alone can help you activate the uh, the ability on path
0: yep all right moving forward to pack one pick five we've got bergy firewalker in one pile ring path in another pile see the following cards as options Snowland missing out of the pack, want wall. Mm-hmm. And then some medium commons. There's run amok. You know, you'd be pretty happy seeing that if you'd taken the two two as it is right now. I'm not crazy excited about run amok. There's Jasper Sentinel, Mox Diamond. Good God. Immersturm Raider. <laughs> Did you just oh god me? Yeah, I oh goded you. Everyone
1: <laughs> out here, like... Look, everyone out here going crazy about Jaspara Sentinel and Goldvein Pick, and I'm the one who has to clean up the mess. People are coming to me, and I'm the one who has to say, cut these cards from your deck. Why are you taking them
0: so early? <laughs> uh, there's an Immersturm Raider here, one in red for the 2-1, When one. One ETBs you can rummage. And then a rare and uncommon still in the pack, two uncommons missing. Just forging the Tyrite Sword here, kind of junky, that's the red-white uncommon saga. And Search for Glory is the Snow Tutor in yeah. white.
1: I've splashed Search for Glory quite a bit in the snow decks. It's, it's pretty sweet, but not the pick here. I mean, this this feels like, all right, Snowland's missing. There's no snow-ish stuff. I wouldn't count Search for Glory. So I'm back on the what's the safe pick for my Firewalker Bergy pile. And I think I like Immersturm Raider the best of the bunch here.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of options. I think you can make a case for Runamuck. I think you can make a case for Jasper, Sentinel in all seriousness. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree.
1: I think it's the wrong case, but I think you can make the case.
0: And Augury Raven is probably just the best card in the pack. We didn't even really talk about that much. Right. Three and a blue for three through flyer, but I don't think you're branching out into another color for Augury Raven.
1: I mean, you could take it here thinking like, all right, it can either go in my red blue deck with the red cards, or it can be in my green base snow deck. But that just seems a little loose to me. Yeah. So
0: I like the Emmerstrom Raider pick. I just think you just need to know with which card you're selecting, where you want to bias yourself towards.
1: Right. And I don't think it'll surprise our listeners if you've been checking in our episodes the past few weeks that I'm just like, okay, if I can get deeper into a color as the pack progresses, great. And if that color is red, I'm the happiest.
0: Yes, I agree. All right. Moving forward to pack one, pick six. See the following cards as options. Snowland back in the pack. There's a snow covered island here. Not a lot of great commons. Best one is probably frostbite. Red snow instant deals two damage to a creature planeswalker. If you control three or more snow permanents, it deals three Instead, there's also an Elderleaf Mentor hanging out the four mana three, two that brings a one one elf token along with it. And dual strike is the only uncommon or rare hanging out still in the pack. But that's not in consideration.
1: Yeah, especially now that we're weighted more towards red and frostbite, I think is just the best card in the pack, period. I mean, I guess you could make a case for Snow Island being better. But I I think I'm now sort of an operation Get out of pack one as deep into red as I
0: can. Yep. I like that as well. Love snapping up the frostbite here. And, you know, just rewinding a little bit. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have axe guard cavalry in this pile right now than replicating ring? Yes. But it's going to it's going to be fine.
1: Like, I, yeah, again, if it goes like Snowland into whatever, there's a glittering frost. Then I'm so much happier having ring. And I'll feel so much worse if that's cavalry in that instance. Like, it's just about that replaceability.
0: Yep. Pack one, pick seven. Got some good ones here. Snowland missing from the pack again, but there's some blue cards. There's Mistwalker, two and a blue for the one four changeling with flying, and you can pay one and a blue to give it plus one minus one until end of turn. There's also an Augury Raven chill in here as well. Past that, nothing I'm particularly interested in, and unfortunately zero red cards in the pack yeah no red cards nothing for snow so i just took what
1: i thought was the best card out of the pack which
0: was mist walker right and i think this to me at least makes me want to think that i'm possibly steering towards red blue giants yeah that feels fine to me right that, that's a great spot to be in moving on to pack one pick eight see the following cards as options no snow land in the pack. There's a Lichyarachan Seekers, 3 and a blue for the 2-4 Changeling, and when it ETBs, if you have 3 or more of creatures that share creature type, it gets a plus one, plus one counter and scries one. There's a Hoggy Mob as the lone red card in the pack, 4 and red for the 5-4 with Boast, and you can pay 1 and red to deal 1 damage to any target. And then, not a lot past that. Yeah, I mean, there's the three seasons, which is quote-unquote a snow card, right? The green-blue
1: saga, but... I think we're pretty far away from that. And while, you know, you said, hey, maybe we're now red, blue giants. While Yara Kinseekers, I think, is a better card for that deck. Like I said, I'm on Operation Get Out as red as possible from pack one. So I, I took Hagi Mob here.
0: Yeah, I think Kinseekers is the higher upside pick. Hagi Mob is the safer pick. Right, exactly. All right. moving on to pack one, pick nine. We're on the wheel now. Alpine Meadow still here. The red, white snow duel. And wow, Ruless U still here also. Is that a Wow. I think so. I'm a rootless U-truther. I was super down on this card at the start of the format, and I think it's actively great. I, this is a Lindworm format, baby.
1: This is a, of course you would say that, you honey mammoth lover you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, again, I, I just took what I thought was the red card in the pack, which was Alpine Meadow. And it's not crazy to think that base red, Like the, the one of the great things about red is it can go in a number of different directions, and I could definitely see myself ending up in red X, with a seize the spoils, splashing some white card, maybe like Alpine Meadow, I think is just kind of a, a safe pick here.
0: I would have rootless you'd here myself. But like you don't want to be green, do you? I mean, that's a pretty big sign to me that rootless you wield and there's a really good red green beat stack. Like let's say you open an Arnie Slays the Troll or whatever, like you're thrilled in pack two, right? I just think if we're trying to keep our options open, rootless you does that pretty well here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess the the snow land is sort of nothing. I just feel like and maybe I'm unfairly
0: packaging green into snow. But green was not open this pack. I agree. Green was not open this pack. But then we got the rootless you back. So maybe people are just undervaluing that. But yeah, early on, and I think it's important to make that distinction. Early on, you and I were on green is snow. And I just no longer think that's even remotely close to the case like there is green snow and there are great green decks that are not snow
1: but it is essentially your first green card here you're not playing path or ring in that deck
0: yes I agree but I think it's good enough to do that okay that's fair yeah maybe I'm
1: under rating it all right so just to round out Pack one here. I took a depart to the realm next as a blue card to pair with the mistwalker, um, and then pack one pick eleven grabbed that seize the spoils that I was talking about before, and invoke the divine for the sideboard. Another seize the spoils, and then nothing wings of the cosmos. Dog pursuit at the end of uh, pack one.
0: And so, what do you feel like at the end of pack one? You're hoping to do in pack two? Like, what is your sense as the drafter?
1: Yeah. So there's not much to say here, right? I know I'm red. I don't know much else. I would lean towards being blue, just given the Mistwalker late, like, and I think red blue is perhaps the best of reds color pairs, but really feel open to do anything. And especially thinking that I'm going to be more of a red control deck than a red aggro deck, given that I have Bergy, which I would much rather play as the horn. And then I picked up those two late seize the spoils. So I feel like I could be a base
0: red controly splash deck. Yeah, sweet. All right diving into pack two pick one see the following cards as options sulfur smire the red black snow duel there's a frostbite there's a behold the multiverse for a potential giants deck and some sweet uncommons there's shepherd of the cosmos here this might be my new favorite card in the format it's great uh, four white white for a three three flyer when etbs you return a permanent card with cmc two or less from your graveyard of the battlefield and has for for three and a white and then there's your boy cole the forge master red white for a two-two, whenever another non-token creature you control if it dies if it was enchanted or equipped you return it to your hand and creature tokens you control that are enchanted or equipped get plus one plus one
1: yeah i mean i think the choice becomes for me between behold the multiverse and coal and i just like coal so much and i feel like red white has such a like low fail rate and it's early enough like we don't have equipment or auras yet but i think it's early enough still like if this were pack three pick one i'd feel a little more wary of it but i think it's early enough that i can can start to maximize this card pretty well
0: yeah i like it here i think there's a again a bunch of reasonable options and you just need to know what you want to do with each option Mm -hmm. all right moving on to pack two pick two see the following cards as options Really, there's only one card as an option. There's Basalt Ravager here and yeah. not a lot else even close to the power level of that card. Right. Feels good, though. Like the second best card is probably Tuscary Firewalker,
1: which is also red. But yeah, this is an easy Basalt Ravager. And I don't like to say the picks are easy
0: very often. All right. So again, we're just like super base red here. We've got the coal as our one white card. We've got the Mistwalker as our one blue card and not a lot else pulling us in any other direction other than that. Right.
1: And and it is important to note, I think still that there is a world where if it's open from the left or whatever, if people move off of it, then we still we now have two sees the Spoils, a Replicating Ring and a Path to the World Tree. And we could be red, green, multicolor nonsense,
0: too. Yeah. All right. Pack two, pick three. You see the following cards as options. Snow Island still in the pack. There's a Masked Vandal as best green card in the pack. There's a Feed the Serpent. There's a Demon Bolt. And then uncommon wise, there's a Carter Doom Scourge, the black, red, uncommon, and Inga Runes. Yeah,
1: I mean, good options here. Inga, Doom Scourge, even Feed the Serpent, though Black Black is a little nervous making for me, uh, given how base red we are. Um, but again, I think this is an easy Demon Bolt.
0: Yep. Thrilled to see Demon Bolt here and add that to the pile. Red Train is going to keep on a rolling. Pack two, pick four. There's no snow land in the pack, but there is Tuskeri Firewalker, as well as a Runamuck, And then nothing else really in consideration, Rare and Uncommon Missing, and then Colossal Plow and Great Hall of Starnheim are the uncommons left in the pack. Every time I see Colossal Plow,
1: I'm like, ooh, can I do this? And I never, I can never do it. But every
0: time I see it in the pack, it excites me. I am not remotely excited by Colossal Plow. I've done it a few times, and when it happens, it's very powerful. And when you have one piece without the other, it's so garbage. I know. I know. I, I'm off it now. Like, it's, it's sort of like the uh,
1: the Turgid shadow thing we were talking about last week. Like, I am finally sort of I can resist it. But there were there were times where I could not resist it. Um, yeah, I think we just take Tuskiri Firewalker for me I could see an argument for Runamuk, but we're not really feeling beatdowny yet. Like this is not an aggro deck.
0: Right. Our two-drop slot is Immerstrom Raider and Cole, and we're not even sure that we're playing Cole. So I agree. I like to scary Firewalker over Runamuk.
1: And I think important to note that, like, I am starting to think, okay. I I'm, I'm fine with my colors. Like I'm going to be deep red and figure out whatever my second color is. I got to start thinking about
0: my curve here. I need some twos. Yes, you seriously need two drops, All right, Moving on to pack two, pick five. This is a stacked pack for you. Potentially. There's a run amok here. There's a frostbite. There's still a feed the serpent. And then moving on to uncommons and rares. There's a scent of the worthy. We're not interested in that. That's the white, black uncommon saga and rare. Still in the pack, blood sky massacre, the black red saga that makes a demon berserker. Let's you draw cards when demons attack and then add some mana for each berserker you control. Yeah, this is
1: wildly good given that Immerstorm Raider, Double Firewalker, and Hoggy Mob are all berserkers already. I think this is a pretty big signal. Now, we don't have anything black yet, but this is sort of the beauty of getting deep into one color and then just sort of waiting and, and delaying the decision a bit is that we get a Pack Two Pick Five Blood Sky Massacre, and I think that's going to sort of. Push me towards black pretty hard if I can do it. Yeah. Like Blood
0: Sky Massacre here. Moving on to pack two pick six there's a lot of goodies in the pack. Yeah. There's stalwart Valkyrie. If you wanted to branch back towards white with the coal, there's a run But again, like we don't really have the curve to support run Mm -hmm. There's an immersturm raider, one in red for the two one uncommon still in the pack. There's the blue red land, the black green land and a coal, the forge master still here. And there's also a battlefield raptor, which I think if I'm,
1: you know, if if coal wasn't in the pack, I think I would take over Valkyrie if I was thinking about being white. But I so there's a lot of stuff happening here. I think I'm pretty incentivized to try and play this Blood Sky Massacre. It's now getting towards the end of pack two, right? I mean, in theory, we're halfway through it with pick six, but we know what's coming after, you know, pick nine or later, and there's no equipment in those packs. And so taking a second coal here is cool. Like it's very powerful, but I basically am only going to have pack three to get like a couple tormentors Helms and a pick. And I don't know if that's going to happen. Whereas taking Immerstorm Raider here, it's another Berserker for the Blood Sky Massacre. And it's another two drop that I know I'm going to play.
0: Yeah, I like your reasoning here. And I like the Immersturm Raider pick. And I think a lot of people would get sucked in by the coal and drafting Red White with no equipment, which is a terrible place to be. Yeah for sure. All right, moving on to pack two, pick seven, see the following cards as options. Really, there's only a Breckneck Berserker to consider.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and it's a Berserker, which is great because I care about Berserkers with a Massacre. But again, that that curve is looking pretty yikesy right now.
0: Yep. Moving on to pack two, pick eight. There's a Nothing really to consider here that you're very excited about. There's an Immerstern Skullcairn, and I think that's about it. That's the red-black land. Yeah,
1: red-black spell land, and I I take that there. And then to round out the wheel here, we've got an interesting one here, Pack 2 Pick-9. Uh, Picking between, I guess, really just Frostbite and Elderfang Disciple. And given that I think I'm leaning black and I really don't like the second Frostbite outside of heavy snow decks, like I'm not super interested in two shocks in my decks. uh, I do sort of start to commit to a second color here and take the Disciple. Yeah, I like it. Um, And then I grab a Raise the Draugr, pick 10, a Village Rights. Got that plow, baby, pack two, pick 12, Uh, another Disciple, pick 13, and then rounding out with uh, a 3-6 God's Hall Guardian and a Dread Rider at the end of pack two.
0: So how do you feel about your deck at the end of pack two here? What are the priorities?
1: I mean, I'm pretty happy. I feel like I got rewarded for delaying the decision. I've got a really powerful card with Blood Sky Massacre. I've got some good synergy with like Bergy and my boasters. I still feel like I'm not super aggressive, you know, given... Double Raider, Double Disciple, Raise the Draugr. Like, I've got a lot of value. I'm really interested in a little bit more removal. You know, I've only got Demon Bolt and Frostbite at the moment. So I'd like, and I guess Basalt Ravager. So I'd like a few more ways to interact, but I'm feeling pretty good. And I'm also still like, if I open some awesome blue card or awesome white card, I'm still open to
0: not being red black, which is kind of crazy. Lucky you. You opened some awesome red card. (laughs) So moving on to pack three, pick one. There's Magda Brazen Outlaw as your rare in the pack. One in red for the two one. Dwarves you control get plus one plus O. Whenever a dwarf you control becomes tapped, create a treasure token. And you can stack a treasure token to search your library for an artifact or dragon card. But nobody cares about that part. Magda is low key one of the most powerful cards in the set. It's
1: so, so good. Like, it's just a good card. And it's not crazy to think like, eh, I could find a piece of equipment that maybe she could end up searching up. And now that I've Magda, like prioritizing Dwarven reinforcements, like if you've ever done that, foretell reinforcements on two, play it on three, and then cast magda on four attack with your two three ones they both make treasures so it basically makes casting magda free that is an insanely powerful turn four
0: yeah the game's just over at that point you <laughs>
1: snowball so hard with magda yeah for sure so I, I definitely snap that up here over i don't know the other option is Tuskery
0: firewalker number three yeah i mean we need twos and magda's a great two there's no question here absolutely all right moving on to pack three pick two you see the following cards as options there's a frostbite and a Feed the Serpent and not a whole lot else to consider, I don't think. I think the other
1: thing to consider, the one other card is Svella, Ice Shaper, the red-green uncommon 2-4. Um, we do have Replicating Ring and two sees the Spoils and now Magda as well. So we could splash this pretty easily. But like I said, and this is part of why that check-in between packs is so important like what did i say we needed at the end of pack two
0: ways to interact
1: baby and so i think you just have to go yeah we could splash this fella and i think it'd be totally reasonable to do so but i don't need that i don't need value in this deck i have a ton of card advantage and card selection right now what i need is interaction so i took feed the serpent and that's also the pick that is basically like you know i said we're open to a second color taking feed here is like i'm red black and that's how I'm going to proceed the rest of this pack.
0: Moving on to pack three, pick three. See the following cards as options. There's a Snow Mountain still in the pack and a Tuskeri Firewalker or an Elder Fang Disciple really as the only cards in consideration. Yeah. So third Firewalker or
1: third Disciple, pick your poison. And I think given blood sky Masker, I opted for the Berserker
0: here. Yep. Tuskeri Firewalker is sweet. Moving on to pack three, pick four, a little bit of a sad pack for you. There's an Immersturm Raider here as a two drop, which we need, but not a great one. And then there's some sweet blue cards in the pack. There's Icebind Pillar and Glimpse the Cosmos had we flirted more with the Giant's Dream.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a thought between, okay, Breakneck Berserker is both a Berserker for Massacre and and a dwarf for Magda, but it's another three-drop, and our three-drop slot is just so full right now. So I, I elected to take the Immersturm Raider.
0: Yep, moving on to pack three, pick five. There's some goodies in the pack. There's a Snow Mountain and Yarl the Forsaken, which plays pretty well with your Elderfang Disciples and Immersturm Raiders. Uh, there's also a Breckneck Berserker, Rune of Speed, but we have zero equipment, and a Doomscar Titan, four red-red for the four-four, and when it ETBs, creatures you control get plus one, plus oh, and haste until end of turn.
1: Yeah. So I I took the Doomscar Titan as a little bit of top end, which you don't really have. Like Hoggy Mob is our biggest creature right now. And I'm not even excited about playing that, given that I don't have any ways to augment it. I don't have the Death Touch Rune. So I took the Doomscar Titan over the Breakneck Berserker here.
0: I like it. I like it. Moving onwards, pack three, pick six. Snowland missing. There's a Carfell Kennel Master. Four and a black for the 4 4 when ETBs. Two target creatures each get plus one plus O and indestructible until end of turn. No red cards in the pack and Invasion of the Giants and Glimpse still here. The I know. Pain.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not really feeling that pained because I think Massacre is good, but I, I am sort of like at this point, I'm like, was there a way for me to get into blue? Like, did I miss that somehow? I don't think I did. I think it's just a weird way the packs break sometimes.
0: Yeah, no, you can't feel bad about that. You took the Mistwalker and there just really was wasn't any more blue we just weren't in and our red cards are not giants other than basalt ravager there was no world
1: right okay yeah all right it makes, makes me feel better so took the kennel master again i think not a bad bit of top end there you know kennel master and doom scar titan can can close some games out sometimes for
0: sure moving on to pack three pick seven there's a frostbite here as well as immersturm skull the red black dual land.
1: Yeah, pretty happy about the red black spell land here. Um, that's my second one. And I'm not super worried about making playables at this point.
0: So I, I'm happy to take the land. Pack three, pick eight. What a premium pickup. There's a run here, but there's also a dwarven reinforcements. Yeah, I was like desperately
1: looking for these once we picked up the Magda at the beginning of pack three and whew, by the skin of my teeth, pack three, pick eight. I get to grab one.
0: Yeah, that's very, very, very good pickup for this deck.
1: Because those are not only dwarves for Magda, but they're berserkers for massacre. So we round out the pack here, Smashing Success, pick nine, Dread Rider, Shackles of Treachery, just a bunch of sideboard nonsense, um, and then nothing else in our colors. Yeah, this is a sweet draft. Yeah. So I ended up with like a fine looking red black deck, you know, mostly commons. Honestly, we do have three on color rares with Magda, Massacre and Don't forget Bergy from pack one, pick one. But then it's largely just like, you know, triple Firewalker, triple Raider, double Disciple. I am on my, I feel like I'm like Ethan 18 land sacks in this format. Every time people give me like deck text or whatever, I'm always like, you want to add another land here. But definitely with triple Raider, triple Firewalker, and two Skull Cairns and Bergy as well, right? If we're playing the horn on
0: five, like all of that spells play 18 lands to me. Yeah, I think that all makes sense to me. I am I don't know that I've personally gone... 18 a lot here, but I could see that this deck is fine running 18 because you have so many ways to rummage away extra lands. Yeah, right. That, that that's my feeling.
1: I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I've been playing 18 lands a lot these days. So it's it's a sort of unassuming looking deck. I think obviously, like there's synergy, there's power, there's velocity, there's interaction. It's all the checks all the boxes for your limited decks. But you know, if someone showed me this deck and they were like, I went one two. I wouldn't be that surprised, honestly.
0: Yeah, I feel similarly. The one thing that I'm sad about that I don't think we really ever had a chance to change is that we passed so many run amux, but we just couldn't ever take them because their curve was always so awkward. Right.
1: And that's one of the things I do like about this deck. And so this deck did end up going 3-0 in the traditional drafts on Arena. Um, one of the things I like about this deck is we did end up with not a bad curve. And so this deck does have curve outs if you can go like Raider, Firewalker, ravager kennel master doom scar titan right you can do an aggro curve out but then it's got so many ways to grind in the mid to late game we have a raise the draugr here we've got so many two-for-ones with the Firewalkers, the elder fang disciples etc i think the deck plays pretty well and honestly immerstorm skull carrying did a really good Ramianap ruins impression in this deck like it was often where i would get my opponent down to six and then go okay crack this land crack this land you're dead nice yeah so played pretty well all right, Ben, shall we take a look at one of your draft logs? Let's do it. Run me through. All right, so pack on pick one. Uh, you're just going to have to take our words for it here with the uh, arena draft log data that Ben grabbed Avalanche Collar out of the pack. One and a blue one three pay two. target snow land. You control becomes a four four elemental creature with hexproof and haste until end of turn. It's still a land. Are you still
0: we're probably just taking that over most things these days, right? It's very good. Yeah, and I think it's good because you don't have to be heavy snow. You can play it with three snow lands and it's still going to be a very good to drop for you.
1: Yeah, Ari Lax posted something in our Discord last week in response to our last episode, which I thought was really interesting, where he was like, I think the idea of like being off of green-based snowlands makes sense, but what about blue-based ones? And I was like, I think that's a good shift to make because the green ones feel like all-in dealer or bust, Whereas the blue ones feel like, hey, I, I'm likely to find a little bit of pocket of synergy and I don't have to, I can snap up three or four of these and that supports my Bergstriders and my Avalanche Collars and my Icebind Pillars just fine. Yep, I agree. Great point. All right, moving on to pack one, pick two. There's a green-white snow Land still in the pack. Other commons to take a look at, Glittering Frost, Sculptor of Winter, a lot of snow stuff happening here. Battlefield Raptor, if you want to just jump ship right now and go aggro. Three uncommons still in the pack. Replicating Ring, more snow, Boreal Outride, or even more snow, two and a green 3-2. When you cast a creature spell, if snow was spent to pay any of that spell's color, it comes into play with a plus and plus one counter on it. And Fall of the Impostor, the green-white saga.
0: Yeah, it's a really awkward pack. I think you can make a case for a lot of cards. And unfortunately, it probably is a snow card. And that's pretty much how I feel at this point. It's, that it's unfortunate that we're following up our Avalanche Caller with a <laughs> snow card, which feels kind of weird. And so for me, I think the two that give you the most options going forward are Glittering Frost or Replicating Ring. And normally I think ring is better than Glittering Frost, but with the Avalanche Caller and Frost turning your land into a snow land and snow lands being scarce these days, I opted for Glittering Frost over Replicating Ring.
1: Yeah, that that makes sense to me. Except I want to ask you this. Are you really excited to animate your frosted land? That's so scary to me. I suppose so. But usually when you're animating lands, you're winning pretty hard. I guess so. I guess that's true. Or ending yeah. the
0: game in short order. Right,
1: right. You're just like swinging with two lands or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, I think it's super close between Frost and Ring, and I like your reasoning. Pack one, pick three. Snow Mountain still in the pack. As we will often see, the commons are largely junk. Probably the best one to go with what you have is Sculptor of Winter. I, I really like Sculptor plus Glittering Frost is an explosive way to get a lot of mana. Um, moving on to the uncommons. All three are here. Rune of Might, the plus one, plus one, and Trample Rune card or doom scourge the black red four three and spirit of the alder guard three and a green 0-4, searches up a snow land and gets plus one plus zero for each other snow permanent you control
0: yeah thrilled and a little nervous i think to see spirit of the alder guard here it goes <laughs> great with glittering frost and avalanche collar and i think it's a slam dunk pick yeah but like i'm having the same like
1: sort of gut reaction as i think you are at this point which is i have collar frost and spirit right now and if snow isn't open I'm gonna have to abandon all of these picks.
0: Yes. It's it's a tenuous position at the moment.
1: <laughs> For sure. And it's getting tenuous immediately, Ben, as pack one pick four comes and uh oh, Snowlands missing. What are our other options? Well, we've got Ravenous Lindworm and Horizon Seeker to stay green, and that's a about it I think you know there's three uncommons in the pack but none of them go with what you have there's nothing really that like is a good off-ramp like I wonder if you saw a battlefield raptor here or a stalwart valkyrie if you would think about off-ramping to aggro at this point
0: not with ravenous lindworm in the pack I am in love with lindworm and I think it is a plan in and of itself and I think you know Glittering Frost ramping you to Glindworm is not the most embarrassing thing in the world. So thrilled to see Lindworm here and I'm thinking I'm trying to get into green and if we're snow great, if we're green non snow that's fine too.
1: Yeah, all right. Well, g- good for you. You you have uh you have more fortitude than I do. Moving on to pack 1 pick 5. Rewarded Ben, we don't really have to talk about very much here. There's snow plane still in the pack which isn't what I'm excited about. I'm excited
0: about pack packmate. Pack 1 pick 5. Yeah, that should not still be in the pack. There's a rare and two uncommons missing. So it's been the realm of possibility that somebody else took Behold or Demon Bolt over this packmate and that there were a busted rare and busted uncommons. But packmate is a sigh of relief after picking that Lindworm here. And I think picking up packmate here, mentally, I'm pretty much locking in green and seeing what comes going forward. Yeah, I think that's true. Locking in green, hoping to be heavy
1: snow, but I think also thinking about, okay, well, packmate and Lindworm can just go in any green deck and be good. Pack one, pick six, snowland missing again. Only green card in the pack is Masked Vandal. Uh, no snow payoffs to speak of. And I honestly would say that Masked Vandal is probably the best card here. We've got an Elder Fang Disciple. We've got Nico Defies Destiny as our white, blue, uncommon saga in the pack, but it's a pretty weak pack overall.
0: Yeah, Masked Vandal is the best card in the pack. I think a pretty straightforward pick here. And again, you're nervous that the snow lands are gone. And I'm thinking mentally, okay, snow is probably not going to happen. What can I make happen in base green? And what colors can I pair with it in non snow to try to to try to go forward if that happens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Pack
1: one pick seven. Again, we're on operation. Get out as green as possible. And you've got three green cards here. Broken wings, not really an option. Grizzled Outrider five mana, five five. Ice side troll. Tuna Grain two three pay double snow to give it plus two plus O and indestructible until end of turn and you tap it. There's other cards to talk about here. I mean, this is a pretty good pack. Master Scald, Yarl of the Forsaken, Augury Raven. Even a rare still in the pack, the Raven's Warning, the white-blue saga, you make a 1-1, hit your opponent, draw a card, and then search your sideboard for a card and put it on top of your library.
0: Yeah, there's other good cards, but nothing good enough to make me want to take something other than a green card here. The main question is, do we want to take Icehide Troll and try to hedge Snow, or Grizzled Outrider and hedge away from Snow? And with as many of the snowlands that have been missing in this pack, you know, there's a world where you think, okay, I'm going to pick up the snowlands in pack two. But then sometimes people just also have that plan and you get sandwiched in between two people doing snow. Just feels like Grizzled Outrider is a way safer pick to me here.
1: Yeah, I really like this pick because it feels sort of similar to the pick we saw in my draft where it's like, okay, if... Snow is open, you'll still play the Outrider. If snow isn't open and you take Troll here, it's a real feel bad. Yes, I agree. All right, pack one, pick eight. Three black cards here. We got Skull Raid, Coma's Faithful, and Elder Fang Disciple. We've still got a couple spell lands here Great Hall of Starnheim, the black white one that makes an angel, and Skemfar Elder Hall, the base green one
0: uh, that makes two elves. Yeah, so this is where it starts to get interesting, right? So snowland has gone, and mentally, I'm pretty off of Snow at this point. I mean, if it comes, I'll do it. You know, if we can pick up at Snowlands in pack two. But here I'm thinking elves, baby. So this is a pretty big signal that elves might be open and we already are deep in green. And I think in the elves deck, you really, really want disposable elf bodies. So I think Elderfang Disciples a more important pickup than Skimfar Elder Hall, But both of those are great things to see here. I ended up landing on the Disciple.
1: Yeah, love that. I, I haven't, as we were talking about before the show, I haven't had a ton of experience with the elf deck, so I'm... I'm... Excited to hear your thought process if we end up navigating our way into that deck.
0: All right, moving on to the wheel. There's not a ton going on here. Pack one, pick nine. Picked up a snow covered planes with nothing else in the pack to really consider. Took a broken wings here. I think it's a fine main deck card. Pack one, pick 10. Not a lot else going on. Pack one, pick 11. We get a Comus Faithful as an elf, which is a pretty sweet late pickup if we're thinking about potentially going into elves also a skull raid still in the pack pick 12 there's demonic gifts that's a card that you are interested in playing in elves it's not as good as village rights raise the draugr but certainly playable in black green elves right it's really good with both the Elderfang
1: disciple because you know you buff it to trade with a larger creature and then get another discard and with death knell berserker which is like you know basically
0: no other deck should want right it also plays well with the mass vandal we already have if you're so lucky to have your skim shadow sage die that's the two five that drains or gains when an etb equal to the number of elves there's a lot of things that going on there mm-hmm. pick 13 picked a mammoth growth over a yarl the forsaken probably hoping to play neither of those cards in black green and i just wanted to hedge more green than black pick 14 There's a gift, a village right still here. That's a super important piece to the elves deck um, because you really want to have Skemfar shadow sages. That's the two five that drains. And then so you want village rights to be able to sacrifice that to put it in the graveyard because it's awkwardly sized in that it doesn't die very often. And if you attack it into the opponent's board, they're like, "Okay, I'll block with this thing that doesn't kill it. So you really want to have a village rights or two floating around if you're trying to rebuy Skemfar shadow sages. That makes a lot of sense. Pick 15, there's also Jarl at Forsaken. So got a lot of black signals there late in pack one. And as the deck stands right now, we've got Elder Fang and Mass Vandal in the two, Comas Faithful, Glittering Frost as three drops, Jarl, Packmate, and potentially Spirit if we somehow get into snow in the four, Grizzled Outrider, and a Ravenous Lindworm.
1: So where are you at mentally in terms of your
0: commitment to snow? Minimal. I, like if it happens, it happens. Would be thrilled to play Avalanche Caller, but just... With the sheer amount of snowlands that were cut in pack one, I am not interested in pushing down that route at all. Yeah. And so it seems like at this point you would probably like
1: to be green black elves, but you don't have the power yet.
0: Right. We don't really have a reason to be green black elves other than late black elves coming around. Yeah,
1: right, right, right. Okay. interesting. So let's see where things happen. Pack two, pick one. I have a feeling we're going to be going into elves pretty quick here. So there's a Shimmer Drift veil alongside a snow mountain. No commons to speak of. Probably the best one for you is Grizzled Outrider or Coma's Faithful, which isn't that exciting. Uncommons, there's a Maya, Redigard Protector, two green, white, white, two, three, buffs all your creatures and makes a one, one every time a land comes into play under your control. So you could think about going green, white here, but there's a Skimfart Shadow Sage in the pack. And Ben was just talking about how that's sort of like the crux for this deck.
0: Yeah, Skimfar Shadow Sage is a huge Elves reason, I think, to draft the deck. And we already, based on pack one, you know, we had that pick eight where we had the Disciple plus the Elf Land, and we had to ship the Elf Land along, but that was really the only good Elf card we passed in pack one. And Shadow Sage makes me want to play green-black Elves right now. Yeah, I should also mention
1: what the rare is, which is Colvori God of Kinship. That's the 2-4 legendary god that cares about legendary creatures and can also like look at the top six cards to to search for legendary creatures. But yeah, after taking shadow Sage here, mentally, I'm thinking I really want to be elves. Yeah, makes sense. Well, it's hopefully, let's see if it works out for you. Pack two pick two. Really nice land for you. Woodland Chasm, the green black snow duel. There's a demon bolt in the pack as probably the best common. Uh, and at uncommon for you, there's just a rune of might, the plus and plus one trample rune.
0: Yeah, nothing super exciting in the pack here. You could take demon bolt and try to splash it, but I'd rather just stay focused. We already have some cards that want snow lands in the spirit of the Guard that we're interested in playing. We have an on color duel. We don't necessarily have to be green, black yet. We could be blue, green, or, you know, this green, black duel might help us splash the avalanche collar if we want to do that. So I like Woodland Chasm here.
1: Yeah, that feels pretty nice. It doesn't feel like you're giving up on much. Uh, Pack two, pick three, Snow Island in the pack, green cards, Guardian Gladewalker, and Ravenous Lindworm. (laughs) Oh, baby. Um, Nothing else really for you. A lot of giant stuff, Invasion of the Giants, and Giants Amulet at Uncommon, and even a Cosmos Charger. The uh, four mana three, three flash flyer rare in blue.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, there's a world where you veer back towards blue here with the elves signals we got in pack one and not really feeling like blue was super open after we took Avalanche collar pack one, pick one. I think I just want to take Ravenous Lindworm. That card's great top end in an elves deck. The elves decks frequently ramp pretty well as well. If you get Jaspera Sentinels and ramping into a Ravenous Lindworms, great game. So I like it here over the Guardian Glade Walker. So yeah, I would be. I would be
1: taking the Gladewalker here, not only for curve, but also for the fact that it's an elf. Is that wrong? I,
0: I Lindworms have been a hot commodity, and I am loath to pass a Ravenous Lindworm when I'm green. If you could sign me up for a green deck with six Ravenous Lindworms, I'm in. I, I'm, I must, I'm just like way too low on this card, I guess. I'm, I'm missing something here. It's really powerful. And maybe that's just a product of me playing best of one. But the best of one right now feels like decks that try to kill you. And decks that try to survive with Ravenous Lindworm. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm boiling down best of one to its essence. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Pack to
1: pick four. Options for you here. Jaspara Sentinel. Raise the Draugr. We don't have either of those yet. Uh, a Broken Wings. You've got one of those. There's the Black Rune, Rune of Mortality. It gives Death Touch. And Finn the Fangbearer here still, the one in the green 1-3 Death Touch, gives two poison counters when it connects to an opponent, and if they have ten poison counters, they lose.
0: Yeah, I just want to, before we dive into this pick here, I want to circle back to your question a little bit more. I don't think it's necessarily wrong to take the plus one plus one changeling there because it's an elf and for the curve and i think you could make a case i think if you knew a hundred percent you were going to end up with elves it probably is the right pick over lindworm i just wasn't a hundred percent sold on being elves yet i don't think
1: i don't. i don't want to dwell on this too much but i feel like it's pack to pick three and you have two two drops and if we're thinking hey we don't like glade walker is going to be good in elves but it's also just going to be good No matter what,
0: really. Yeah, if you're not elves, I think you definitely want Lindworm there. But if you're elves, you probably do want the Glade. So moving on to pick four here. I think there's really interesting things to think about. A lot of cards the Elves deck wants. So raise the draugr is an important piece because again, you want to sacrifice that Skemfar Shadow Sage with Village Rights and then rebuy it with Raise the Draugr. Jaspera Sentinel's great because you really want disposable bodies, and Jaspera Sentinel is that. But it also helps you ramp to you know your top end Elves like Grizzled Outrider or your Ravenous Lindworms. And then Finn is just like a rock solid green card here. I think I took Finn here, and looking at this pick in hindsight after. This is a, a draft log that's I don't know probably a weekish old. I would take Jasper a Sentinel today over Finn. I think. Can you talk to me about why? Because I think it has more synergy with the deck. Uh, because it's an elf, it goes with Skemfar Shadow Sage. It's going to ramp us theoretically. If we're elves, we're going to end up with a lot of twos, and the ramp will be good to Grizzled Outrider and the Ravenous Lindworms. It just fits. Better in the deck than Finn does. Finn is a more powerful card in a vacuum, but Sentinel's the right pick for synergy for the deck.
1: And so I'm having a hard time, and I'm not trying to dwell on the last pick, the Lindworm versus Shapeshifter pick, but this feels very similar to me. And I feel like you're using the logic that I was trying to use. To say, I want to take Sentinel here, where it's just one pick later. So I don't know what has changed with making you think you're elves now
0: versus the last pick. I agree. You're right. So when I did this draft the first time around, I took Lindworm into Finn, which was the raw power non-synergy picks. And I was saying, you know, last pick, if you know your elves, okay. okay. You t- you take the Gladewalker here. And I think just looking at this now with that, like through that lens, I think, you know, you end up in a better route with Gladewalker into Sentinel here. And even now, with the Lindworm, I still like Sentinel... I think I was too low on Sentinel at this point whenever I did this draft. So even if I had taken the Lindworm over the Gladewalker, I like Sentinel now. But I think you can definitely make a case for Gladewalker over the Lindworm last pack.
1: Okay, okay. And and I think that definitely makes sense now that you've got Outrider and two Lindworms at your top end and your Leaning Elves, that Sentinel really helps a lot of that.
0: Yeah. And Finn is the non-elf pick, right? Like, So I guess just mentally when I was doing this draft... I didn't necessarily lock into elves as quickly as I did reviewing this draft log. Yeah.
1: Oh, this is interesting. I bet you would make a different pick in pack two, pick five as well. Uh, Looking at this, we've got no snow land and really not a lot of options for you, particularly like green and black cards that exist are Dreadrider, Grim Draugr, Jasper Sentinel, and then an uncommon, keeping keeping the snow dream alive, maybe, Narfi Betrayer King.
0: yeah. This is egregious looking back at this. (laughs) (laughs) Oof, yikes, this hurts. Yeah. So no snow land here. And I did take Narfi Betrayer King. So what must have happened in these three picks is I must have still been holding on to, okay, maybe we're going to be doing snow avalanche collar stuff. And I think when I did this draft, I didn't have Shadow Sage quite as high as I do now. Like Shadow Sage is the most important card at Common or Uncommon for the elves deck. And so this Narfi pick here, which is what I selected, is pretty egregious. And I think 10 out of 10 times you're supposed to take Jasper Sentinel here. Yeah. Yeah. It's so
1: funny how our evaluations change in just a few days. Pack two, pick six. Uh, green and black options for you are Horizon Seeker, Knotfold Recluse, and Glittering
0: Frost. And Acoma's Faithful, which is also an elf. Yeah, this is also kind of coming back to me. I think I was assuming that I was going to wheel the Jasper Sentinels. Ah,
1: oh. I, I think that's
0: also coming back to me now as well. And I think you just probably aren't supposed to assume that.
1: C- certainly not now. Like m- maybe yeah. a week ago, but I don't... I think the, the the secret, if it ever was a secret, is out now.
0: So looking at this pick between Coma's Faithful and Glittering Frost here, again, I'm a little pained by my selection. <laughs> so I took Glittering Frost, again, thinking like Spirit of the Aldergard, wanting to splash Narfi and Avalanche Caller. And again, that makes sense given that we just picked the Narfi, but we're giving up on a lot of good elf synergy here by passing the Comas Faithful.
1: Well, the other thing that I think is happening right now is we don't know how you had configured your main deck while you were drafting this. Like we're looking at what 17 lands is suggesting and Avalanche colors in the sideboard. And so it's not even in my mind, whereas I bet it was your pack one, pick one. And if it's still in your main deck, you're still going to be holding on to that in some way.
0: 17 lands drafting better than me. feels bad, man. (laughs)
1: all right so we pick up the glittering frost here pack two pick seven ben look i got some good news for you there's a jasper sentinel here but i got better news for you there is a herald
0: unites the elves at rare the two black green saga yeah this is insane here and i think you know huge elf signal so we're snapping that up and again i was thinking okay i'm gonna wheel all those jasper sentinels this is gonna be great i'm gonna have the nuts elves deck so Picked Herald here and thrilled to see it and thrilled to put it in my deck.
1: Yeah. Pack two, pick eight. This is a this is interesting. Okay, so we've got a Yarl of Forsaken, a couple snow stuff, Icehide Troll, Glittering Frost, and a Lit Yara Mirror Lake. The blue green spell land that lets you uh, copy a creature and it gets a plus, plus one counter on it.
0: Yeah, nothing great here, no matter what. I think if we end up in Saltai Pile, uh, Lidjarra Mirror Lake's got the highest upside with the two Ravenous Lindworms.
1: Is Yarl, I mean, you already have a Yarl, so it's fine. But Yarl sort of feels like a, I mean, you're not thrilled about it. You'd rather have village rights, but it's something to do with like your Elder Fang Disciples and your Jaspara Sentinels late in the game.
0: Yeah, I just think the fact that it's not an elf, you're pro- it's probably almost never making the cut in an elf deck okay. in my mind cool uh
1: how does the pack round out uh, on the wheel
0: so we pick up a grizzled outrider over a coma's faithful again i think as a nod to being a big green deck with some ramps we have those glittering frosts that i'm probably still mentally playing pick up a not bold recluse pick 10 pick 11 a raiders carve over a bunch of nothing pick 12 run ashore and we don't wheel any of those Jasper sentinels mm-hmm. and i think i was I think I was tilted at this point (laughs) that the Jasper Sentinels didn't wheel. But just looking back at that draft log, I think I just butchered like picks five through eight in pack two there. Yeah. So just like recapping right now where we're at. We have the Skemphar Shadow Sage. We have the Herald Unites the Elves. I really want to be black green elves at this point yeah makes sense and so we're trying to fill out the bottom of the curve with a lot of cheap filler elf type cards
1: okay so we'll sort of hone in on what those options are moving through pack three pack three pick one jaspara sentinel guardian glade walker lindworm numero trace turgard shadow not going to be fooled by that card anymore but you got a pretty sweet rare here, Old Growth Troll, triple green for the 4-4 four four Trample. When it dies, it becomes an aura attached to a forest uh, that can either tap for double green or tap sack to make a tapped 4-4 four four
0: Troll warrior creature with Trample. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing in this draft. So I picked Old Growth Troll here, but it just doesn't look good to me right now. Looking with at what's in my pile, I'm assuming I thought I was going to be heavy green and that Old Growth Troll is a powerful card. I think I was just underselling elf synergy mentally, or maybe I've had a chance to play with elves more since I've done this draft, but I think I would honestly pack one, pick one, Gladewalker or Sentinel now, hoping to wheel the other. I don't think this is a crazy pick.
1: I'm going to I'm gonna defend Bend of the Past here, because I think taking Old Growth Troll, it's the most powerful card. I know it doesn't have synergy, but it's definitely raw power kind of through the roof a little bit. And it's not crazy. Like, there have to be three other green drafters at the table for you to not wheel either Gladewalker or Sentinel here.
0: And I'm sure that's what I was thinking. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens, but I'll be surprised if you don't wheel one of those. Um, all right, moving on to pack three, pick two, black green options for you. Grizzled Outrider, Feed the Serpent, and I have to say, you are you are quite removal light at this moment, my friend. Basically, just have Harold unites the elves as your way to interact in the third chapter, and then an uncommon. There is a Skemfar Elder Hall, the green black spell land.
0: Yeah, I think this is close. I think you know, Elder Hall we really want for elves. We need removal between Feed the Serpent. I ended up opting for Elder Hall because I really wanted to try to maximize Shadow Sage and Herald Unites the Owls. but honestly, we might be trying to wheel the Elder Hall and taking Feed the Serpent here might be the more responsible pick. Yeah, it's a little scary because the Snowdrafter
1: can also snap up Elder Hall as a green-based spell land um but I, wa- I wonder if your deck just needs feed more i don't know like i said i have very little experience with
0: this the elves deck well i think i already i don't, I don't know the, the choices i made to show you <laughs> how to draft elves sure 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 in, the, in this draft log but looking at where we're at right now i kind of want to take feed the serpent here also yeah
1: all right pack three pick three not a lot of great options for the black green drafter dusk wielder jarl of the forsaken or king herald's revenge yikes all three of those i think uh snow island in the pack a Raider's Carve. You've already got one and who knows if you want to play it. Not a lot of good options for you.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, if we were more turbo elves, there's a world where you could think about playing Dusk Wielder, but we are not. So I just took the Snow Island living with my Narfi Avalanche Collar mistakes of the past. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not crazy to think that you could do it. Double Frost, Chasm, Snow Island, you could splash the collar. Pack three, pick four, pretty clear Sculptor of Winter here. No other no other base green cards to speak of infernal pet is the only black card here yep
0: happily snapped up skull of winter yeah
1: making those snowland picks not look too bad but really interesting pick here uh pack three pick five coma's faithful but i think we're going to be looking between the uncommon and the mythic still on the pack bloodline at uncommon rock solid card in elves for sure the three mana two two changeling you choose a type and then it gets a counter every time a creature of that type enters the battlefield not cast so like any of those little one one elf tokens also triggering this you've got the mythic selected here haunting voyage for black black for a sorcery with foretell you choose a creature type return up to two target creatures of that type from your graveyard to the battlefield but if the spell was foretold you just return all of that type to the battlefield instead
0: yeah the possibility of you know picking up some more elves here and wheeling an elf or two was too great for me to resist and i think Hunting Voyage is pretty busted. There's also a world where, you know, maybe we get back to Lindworms or whatever. Right. Like this card is just super powerful. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh man, Ben, pack three, pick six,
1: Jasper a Sentinel, struggle for Skemfar, another Skemfar Shadow Sage at Uncommon still in the pack.
0: Yeah, card's insane. And I think you're thrilled to see Skemfar Shadow Sage here. And we're regretting heavily pack two, picks five through eight, assuming we were going to wheel Jasper a Sentinel. So. Skemphar, Shadow Sage, I think pretty clearly here over Jasper, Sentinel and struggle for Skemphar. Yeah. Do you want to talk us through the rest of this pack? Yeah. So pack three, pick seven, pick up a sneak Skin Veil that's unlikely to make the cut. Pack three, pick eight. We do get a Jasper, a Sentinel over a Death Knell, Berserker and a Comas Faithful. So elves definitely was the place to be. And I think I just didn't maximize optimizing my picks for the deck you know, especially in the middle of pack two there. So we get a Jasper Sentinel here, pack three, pick eight, pack three, pick nine. We did wheel the Jasper Sentinel. I opted for raise the Draugr here over it because I had the two Shadow Sages and I really wanted to rebuy them. I thought it was potentially important with the Lindworms as well. Again, looking at this, I think you can make a really solid case for wanting Jaspera Sentinel here, just another elf. Well, you already have Haunting
1: Voyage and Herald Unites the Elves as reanimation spells. So I think I like taking the Sentinel here over Raze.
0: Yeah, I think it was, I think it was a mistake, another mistake here <laughs> to take Raze over Jasper a Sentinel, pack three, pick nine. Uh, pack three pick 10, we wield Feed the Serpent, wow. which is just insane. Yeah, that's great for you. Um, so snap that up. And then pack three pick 11, took a Jarl over a dust wielder, and then pretty much a bunch of junk the next few packs. So really, I think this deck looks pretty good to me. It ended up going two, three and best of one. But I think if I had made those different choices there, I think and I think it literally probably was just still being baited a little bit by Avalanche Caller. In my pile, and not fully willing to jump into green black elves. And I think at the time, not knowing what I know now about just how busted Skemfar Shadow Sage is.
1: Yeah. Well, so I think a first big takeaway here is how well you identified snow being cut In, in a sense, despite your start, right? Despite going collar into spirit into glittering frost, you did pivot off of that, or at least give yourself outs to pivot off of that in pack one. And then I guess still maybe got a little baited by it or still had some hope for it. But but mostly you really gave yourself the out
0: to get into a different deck and really found the open lane. Found the open lane, but I think didn't draft optimally in the open lane, I think is how I would characterize it. Mm-hmm. So if you put like two more Jasper Sentinels and another two or three drop Elf in here, which is what we gave up on in the middle of pack two there, this deck is Bonkers. Yeah. And as it stands now, I think it's just, you know, slightly above average or something. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah. Interesting draft there. And I think a lot of cool takeaways from those two logs. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Ben, we only have a few more call time episodes to spare. Yeah. It's sad because the format is so, I feel weird about this format. It's so interesting on some hands. And then on the other side, it just feels so homogenous sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like balancing those two things out, like that dichotomy is interesting. Yeah, for sure. All right, great place to wrap us up. Looking forward to rounding out the next few episodes of Call Time. Thank you, as always, to Salty Pretzels for our intro and outro music. Make sure you give it a listen. Thank you so much to ChannelFireball.com for sponsoring this podcast. If you are heading over
1: to CFB to buy some booster packs for the Time Spiral Remastered Discord Party, if you're signing up for CFB Pro to get the articles that Ben and myself and Alex are writing, any and all that good stuff, please use code LOL when you check out to let them know we sent you there. Um, You can check us out streaming on Twitch. I'm at twitch.tv slash lord tupperware ben is at twitch.tv slash mr metronome mr is spelled out both under those same usernames on twitter and you can tweet at the podcast at lords of limited
0: if you've got any feedback about the show or any questions shoot us an email at lords at gmail.com thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for another episode of lords of limited thanks everybody see you later Pack one, pick one. You're going to have to take our word for it that we made the correct pick here. No, I got it. I got it for you. Oh, wow. So fancy. screen grab, baby. Wait, I still don't see it. In the show notes. I know. Right below. Oh, oh, right. Ooh, right there. Okay. For some reason, I got thrown off by the play arrow. (laughs) You're like, what video do I have to watch now? Okay. I just clicked the 17 lands link and I have like three tabs of the 17 lands link (laughs) open now looking for the back one. one.